tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey everyone, you're watching AfterBuzz TV Spotlight On. I am Dario Christian, and here joining me today is the beautiful and talented Britt Shaw. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. Congratulations for the movie, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. I saw it. It's freaky. I was like on the edge of my seat the good. whole time. You saw it in 3D? I saw it in 3D, yeah. Best I just, way to see it. Someone should have told me not to eat before, though. Did you poo? No, I didn't poo, no. but like I definitely felt, you know, like... <laughs> A couple moments where it was like a lot of 3D in my face, and I was like, okay, throat got a little lumpy, you know, but it was excellent. <laughs> but you didn't. No, no, I didn't. Okay, I didn't do anything, you know, bad. That's good. That's good. <laughs> as long as that doesn't happen, because I know Toby can scare you. Toby, yeah. He scared me <laughs> <laughs> filming it, so. Well, the movie is destined to be really great at the box office this weekend, so congratulations Thank on that. you. I'm really proud of it. I feel like the team I worked with was amazing, and from where we started and where it ended up, and the special effects has just made it just kind of blew my mind when I saw it. Yeah. So I'm really excited for the world and all the fans to see it. And it's the last one, right? It's the official last one. So it's like, no pressure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what we think it's the last one. Like, we're answering all the questions, but, you know, they got to leave something. They got to leave something. Yeah. 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 Did you like the end? I did like the end. Um, Me too. It, you know, this, I've seen all of them, so it reminded me very much of the first one, which was my favorite. So yeah. that's why I felt like when I read that it was possibly the last one, I was like, they're going out with a bang. Yeah. So, and it's a good story. And I feel like Paramount and Blumhouse did go out with a bang. Like, yeah. it is a bang, don't you think? Absolutely. I feel like it's, like, very... Literally. Yeah. We're not going to tell you anymore, We're not going to say. I'm not doing a spoiler. <laughs> go see you know, it. Go see it. Just go see it. So how did you get involved with the movie? I mean, uh, I know obviously auditioning, but what was the process of kind of really getting um, the character for the movie? Oh, the character or the audition process? Audition process. Okay. So um, I got a call and I went in to Blumhouse and did the audition and it was called Triple Threat. So there was like super top secret. And um, I had to go in and, and prepare a character and they sent me these sides and then I had to answer these questions and then I got a call like that night that said that they want you to come back in tomorrow and that they would send me new script sides for the audition. And normally for an audition, you would get the sides like then, yeah. or at least like they didn't send them to me like till the next morning. And so it was just kind of like, what am I getting myself into? And then I realized that I should have known that that was kind of like the process of the whole filming thing. So it was like, you're always on the CD, like flying by the seat of your pants yeah. and and so then I went in and, and then I knew like the next day that I was going to test for it. And then we went to a house in Northridge and I tested with Chris, who plays my husband in the movie. And um, they did a couple like scares in the test, which what, was kind of cool. What kind of scares? Like they had the guy like rig a glass and I was 
I was testing with this little girl, um, and she was playing my daughter, and so we had to, like, have this moment, and then he was going to pull that, like, you didn't see the string, but he was going to pull this off, and then it breaks, and then we have to, like, react to that, and then, like, a cabinet opens. So it was, like, in the test. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, like, all action. It's, like, you know, you had to be yeah. really in that moment. Yeah. And then as far as, like, getting involved with the project, and for people who don't know about the movie, tell them more about your character and what they may see. Um, I play a character named Emily Fleege. Really great last name. <laughs> The Fleeges. The Fleeges. <laughs> so quite original. Whoever came up with that, um, thanks. And uh, Emily is she is a really strong character. I think like I think she's a strong presence. And um, we move into this house, and we have a wonderful little daughter who's happy and great. And we find this box of tapes, and then we realize that this. Um, these two little girls, Katie and Christy, have started messing with her. And throughout it, uh, Chris's character, Ryan, and I, and then his brother-in-law and my friend Skylar in the movie kind of ha- realize what's going on. And then Chris and I realize that we have to um, save our daughter yeah. and figure out what's going on with her and, and how she's kind of become possessed. And so... Uh, yeah, you would think we'd run out of the house, but we don't. Yeah, yeah. Or else it wouldn't be a movie. That's very true. It would change the entire context of the movie, I yes, think. Yes, it would. <laughs> it would be paranormal activity. They left. They left. <laughs> hey, maybe that will be the next one. You know, Maybe yeah. someone would get their sense and actually leave the movie. Yeah, yeah. Now, you in real life, I always like to ask people this, who star in these great scary movies, would you have left? You know, when you get those tapes and you're seeing and realizing, like, hey, this house... There's not everything's not going right in this house. Would you instantly have left the home? Um, Chris and I were talking about that earlier this morning, and we were both like, "Nope." Now that we've shot this movie, we would stay in the house. We would we would figure this out. I feel like I used to be so scared of everything in my life, and then filming a scary movie, I kind of like am not as scared anymore. Really? Like I had this experience on set. We filmed this really scary scene, and it was the only night out of like the eight months that we shot this movie that I um. I left set and I just like felt something with me. And so I did like the slow turn as I was like walking to my car, you know, and I'm like, okay, there's nothing, but I swear to you, I felt something with me. And so I got in my car and then I drove home and went to bed. And then at like 2.15 in the morning, my TV comes blasting on static, full volume, loudest it could go. It's never happened before. And, And the TV was completely off. Completely off. Never happened before. It was the same night that I felt that something left, sat with me, and so I think Toby, Toby came home with me. Okay, well, I hope you didn't bring Toby to the studio with you today, because <laughs> now I'm getting freaked out. Toby, be quiet, okay? Toby, stay away stay. from the After Buzz Spotlight on Studio, he's please. Fine. I don't want to take you home with me. He's fine. He's just he's just <laughs> taking a nap. Now, were you a fan of the other movies before of, of all the paranormal activities? Well, when I got the job, they they sent me a package with all the movies, and it was like, please watch. <laughs> so I watched them all in the daytime. Right. <laughs> um and, and then it was, I think, like, I, what's so great about working with Paramount and Blumhouse is they really cared about the mythology of yeah. the movies, and, like, the fans are so huge, and it's such a huge, successful franchise that they really wanted to make sure that we answered questions because there'd been the other movies where things were left off and yeah. and they were worried about, you know, making these fans happy because they love these movies. 
So when we were on set filming, we kind of had like a paranormal Bible, we kind of called it. So we would, you know, make sure that that this was answered. This wasn't this wasn't part of this. Like what happened in PA one? What happened in PA two? And three and four, like, how does this fit in? So they really, like, worked with that, which I thought was really cool. And I thought that we did a good job of, of keeping on track with um, with making everyone want to see this movie. Yeah, I mean, obviously fans are fanatics about the franchises. What what do you think it is about the Paranormal Activity movies that fans just fall in love with and they have to go see them? The reality of it. Yeah. I think that um, it, a lot of people... I mean, from one, they thought they were real people. I thought they were real people. And then, um, I mean, I think, I feel like this one's more of a movie feeling, but it's just the found footage feeling. Like, I learned how, like, at some points, I mean, of course, we had, like, a great crew and a DP, and it was all wonderful, but a lot of times, like, I was filming. Like, I had the camera, and then Chris would have the camera, Dan would have the camera, Olivia would have the camera, and they would just kind of let us go. And so, it's just like the reality factor of it. And then they'd like try and scare us. And so there was moments in there and the house is lit 360. So there was, it's not there. There's no fourth wall. There's no fourth wall. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like that really gritty, like real feeling that we're a real family. Yeah. And I think that's different than the rest. And, um, and I think it's just a really great take on found footage yeah. and, and adding the 3d element, which I think, initially and even in my reaction was like wait what this is going to be in 3d (laughs) it's a found footage movie (laughs) how did they find this footage and then do 3d um but when i saw it i was like wow this is this is really cool to be a part of now you get roughed up in a couple of the scenes was there any stunt doubles or did you do all your stunts yourself i did a lot of stunts myself but i had a wonderful stunt double shout out to mallory um who was awesome she helped me with a lot of stuff like we would work together and anything that was huge that I couldn't do of course she did but I loved it I mean I did I did stunts that aren't in the movie but I wish they were but they didn't make it like what like give us an example of something well there was this there's this one where I get rigged up and um and Toby <laughs> um like pulls pulls me by my hair but obviously we rigged it that it's my back you know like and then it looks like my hair and then he like do you do you know in the movie like there's that railing yeah and so like i go over to the railing as if like he's going to take me to the railing and then like drop me so it's like this big scare so like i i had to do that and then like i was like catapulted like over the railing wow and i really had fun it's like i want to do stunts i I was gonna say is that maybe action woman action figures in the future for you. Yeah, totally. I love doing that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm putting it out there. I feel it. I, I feel do, like it's going to happen. I do, too. I do, too. I'm actually, like, I'm shooting an action movie right now. So, and I did some stunts. You see? I have a bruise. Look I see. That. Once you have the bruises, you're official. I'm official. You know? When you have I the have scars bruise. from the movie, it definitely makes it official. Yeah. Got some bruises here. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy George. She plays your daughter. Phenomenal actress. Very Amazing. believable. Um, I, it was almost freaky how believable she was. What was it like working with her on set? She's amazing um she just loves set life which is so cute like she loved being there you know when you're filming a scary movie and you have uh i think she was six at the six years old 
I mean, I was scared of my shadow at six. I checked under my bed. I checked every. I checked my closet. I checked my curtains. I still do. I still check my bed for bugs, though, <laughs> not for Toby <laughs> or demons. But I probably should because he could still be there. Um, and so she, she just was so on board for almost everything. I mean, there would be times where she was scared, so we had to make sure because she believes it, you know. Yeah. And she can see the. You know how the the movie has like it's funny. Like yeah. there's so many there's such a comedic quality in the movie that when we had the cast and crew screening like she came and she knew what parts she could like sit in on and then when she left. But I think she's fantastic and she is so good in the movie. And I just she love is. her and want to squeeze her and want her to be my own. She's pretty cute. Yeah. But she's not. <laughs> she has another family. Darn it. That's all right. That's okay. I'm yeah. sure you'll do a project with her again sometime in yeah. the future. Yeah. No, she was a really just a thrill to work with. And then you obviously believe in the supernatural. And when you watch back at the movie, like during the screening or when you first saw the full project, what was your reaction to seeing it? And what did you kind of like learn about your own acting ability in this type of scenario? Um, That I'm easily scarable. And that... Um... I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was, I just felt like one of those things where you just have to be in the moment. You have to feel like, I know I keep, I keep saying, but it'd be like my headspace was there and I was in it. And so if like the sound guy came up, like he could scare me, you know, it's just like we were in, in it and in that moment. And it's like, you're, you're really trying to like keep that energy. So I feel like when I see it, they really helped like keep that on the screen and and wasn't that the question yeah it was (laughs) i'm not sure that was the question i think you know it was it was it was pretty much the question okay i think you answered it (laughs) i I think i did or just a very long run on sense (laughs) it works though okay good and then uh you mentioned kind of that you both would the actors would have the the videotape and and kind of switch up on that part how much of it was ad-libbed and how much of it was like straight to the script um it was both. We had amazing writers, and I thought they did such a great job. And so we would have the script, and then within shooting, there were times... Like, they would let us riff off of things. Like, it, I felt like it was just such a a great combination of both. Like, we had to know the script for the day and what we were shooting, but at the same time, they allowed for improv. And Dan, who is... A real in real life a comedian I mean he's just making jokes <laughs> left and right like like keeping a straight face with him is hard yeah I can so, imagine yeah and then like by the kind of the end of the shoot like we kind of started noticing that they were like writing for Dan's jokes so oh. that was kind of cool they kind of like understood Dan's humor yeah and uh but he's he's hilarious yeah. and so of course that's improving. but um I think it was both and I think that that the writers for it had a lot of experience with scary movies and, and learning about found footage and all that, so it was cool to have them always there. What's your favorite scary movie of all um, time? Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Good answer. <laughs> um, outside of that one. Outside of that one. Well, I feel like I'm definitely a new fan of scary movies, because I wasn't before. So you, I was, like, you scared. No, I watched the first Paranormal Activity like this. And then I was so mad I went to see it because I couldn't sleep after that. And I believe I believe everything. And so after I shot it, I was like, oh, okay, like it's just a movie and I know that there's jump scares and I know that it's here. But I feel like my favorite 
scary movie. I really liked The Strangers. Mm. That's a really good one, too. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. I liked that it was like this house and like you just didn't understand why they were... Like you just didn't... You, there was questions, but it was so scary and you just didn't know. I didn't like... And then there was there was Mask, yeah. which really freaked me out because yeah. that can really happen. Yeah. Probably that. So you like the reality more reality type of scary movies. Yeah, not like not like gory like, you know, where like you cut your neck off and then like blood spews out. <laughs> right, I'm like, right. mm, I don't need it. Wait, that's just national televi- that, television yeah, now. Like, yeah. You can find that on, you know, any TV show now. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. And then, so, and then you grew up in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And at what age did you kind of get the acting bug? Um when I played pumpkin number three in the racket <laughs> club of Memphis tennis little like play program, I was probably like four. I'll just never forget. I even remember where I was like sitting in the line in the room. <laughs> it was like, it would like come around. I knew I was coming. I was up close and it was like pumpkin number one, the number two and the number three. And like I would stand up. <laughs> and so then I realized that I had a love for it. And, um, and so then I just, I don't know. I just always loved it. I just always have. And now I, I really love it even more, which yeah. is kind of hard to understand maybe if you're not in my shoes, but it's like I just really love the art of uh, the human connection and, like, understanding characters. And yeah. and so I just keep learning, and I love it. And then what's kind of been your journey, you know, um, coming from Memphis and making it, you know, your big picture in Hollywood? Yeah. And well, I know you mentioned that even when you were filming some of your um, shows that you were guest starring on, you weren't even physically in L.A. Yeah, no, and, and yeah, that's right. And then I just, I kind of was doing, like, TV shows, like, guest stars here and there, and then, like, I... I wanted to, you know, get an agent, and I was like, how do you get an agent? Someone's like, well, like, write a short film. And I'm like, okay. So I wrote a short film and started in it with um, a friend, uh, Jetty Tot, and then that premiered at the LA Films Fest and um, got an agent. And I don't know, it just kind of started from there and then just did guest stars and TV shows. And then I was on season two of Nashville and, um, and just always like, and then always staying in in class, and I think that's that's really important. Just always yeah. like working the muscle and and being able to like um, let that side of you out all the time, so that when the jobs are there and ready, that you're ready. Yeah. And you know, and um, kind of al- always being a working actor. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And then and then this came along, um, after Nashville, and then I did a few other things, and then. This was like the last year of my life. So, yeah. And then Nashville, obviously, is a superb show. Getting Everyone loves that show as well. Yeah. And you played a socialite on that yeah. show. And what was kind of your reference point for playing that socialite? Like, is there someone that you targeted and looked at and you're like, I'm going to kind of mock my There was two of her. people, but I can't tell you who. <laughs> it wasn't Paris Hilton? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm not going to say what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I want you to say it. No, no. <laughs> um, but no, I had two people that I feel like I meshed between the two, to, so I could understand where Olivia Wentworth was coming yeah. from, and um, and I think that it was it was a really fun show to, to work on, and it was really fun to play someone with such high class because you get to wear really cool clothes, yeah, and really cool shoes, <laughs> you know. 
No. And what was it like working on that set? Because I know there's so much talent there and, and the oh, combination yeah. of actors and singers. It's a lot going on on that show that's really great. Yeah, I have to say, um, working in Nashville, the cast and crew just, it's like being home. Like people, yeah. I'm working in Atlanta right now and just, I mean, they're genuinely, they genuinely care about you. And you're like, wait, like you like think twice about like someone being nice to you, but that's where I came from. Yeah. Like everyone's nice to you and they care about you and they genuinely care. Not that saying that's not out here, but like I've noticed that like crew members that, that have, that have a specific job, you know how each crew member is a certain department, whether it be makeup, hair, wardrobe, like when I'm in the South and I'm working with crews, they'll take other people's jobs, like yeah. out of just like niceness of like, oh, do you need this or do you want to do this? And you're like, Oh, it's, that's so sweet of you. Like, it, you're really sweet to do that, but I know it's not your job. Right. You know, but th- they're genuine about it. Um, but Hayden Panettiere was awesome. She was so She's sweet amazing. to me. She was great as her, as Juliet. Um, Charlie Bewley, who played my husband, was amazing. Like, our storyline kind of revolved around the three of us, and we just had such a great time together, and yeah. they're, they were so welcoming and, and um, I just props to Hayden for being really, really sweet. Yeah. Did you pick up any cool acting tips watching people on the set? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you're always picking up stuff when you're working. It's just like every set you're on, you're just learning, whether it be like a new director and how right. their approach to it is or a, a new actor and their approach or people who can just turn it on just like that or people who need time or people who don't want to talk about it or people who do want to talk about it. It's like every person I come in contact with has a different process. Yeah. And that's, so I'm always learning. And aren't you a singer as well? Uh, you do a little performing? I saw it on your Twitter that you were performing with someone. I so. did. I performed with Josh Lawson at um, the National Breast Cancer Coalition. They have a, like, um, it's called Lay Girls. It's a show that is kind of, the theme is like burlesque, but then you take, you can either take um, pop songs or musical songs whatever you want you kind of change the lyrics to like whatever you want to do like Steven Weber did like a hilarious number with Eric McCormick about like who they are in Hollywood and (laughs) they were just like ripping on themselves it was just it was hilarious and then Brian Batt did uh, Donald Trump and so I did Taylor Swift uh, shake it off and I talked about how the Kardashians are taking over our land and it's Kardashian (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now I, I gotta see it. It's like I, I feel like <laughs> yeah. So it was actually pretty witty. Um, Bruce Valanche wrote it, who you know is amazing, yeah. and uh, so yeah, that was that was really cool to do and and to support the National Breast Cancer Coalition um, in the month of October. Would you like to do more singing in the future? Yeah, I enjoy it. I mean, I have a musical background. My dad and his brothers were musicians and and uh his two brothers are still like singing in bands and so I always like grew up around music. Yeah. And um so I really enjoy it and uh I would definitely do it again. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll see possibly an album from you one day. You oh. know? You're like, that's taking it too far? Oh, <laughs> maybe I don't not. know. Maybe my see rap album hold. will come out. Hey, there's... Oh, listen. Welcome to the Triple Six Clubhouse. Oh. We got a plop for you all. The tri- Three Six Mafia, they're from Memphis. No, I know. I just... We got the exclusive of your rap skills, though. Oh, on, yeah. On After Bus oh, Spotlight On. yeah. That's me. 
<laughs> One thing I also want to ask you about that I found really interesting, which was your Twitter that says, or excuse me, I know it's on your Instagram, it says you love astronauts and Neosporin. So what does that mean? And I what do? is that combination? Okay. I love astronauts. I really think that in my <laughs> next life, I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> like, I do. I just like, I've been, I've always been so fascinated with space and I follow this guy that's in, in space right now. He posts pictures every day. I wish, uh, uh, Kelly, his last name's Kelly. And it is so fascinating to watch his pictures on Instagram. So anyone listening, follow him. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I love, I love astronauts, always have, always love watching the movies about it, um, documentaries on it. And Neosporin is my secret weapon to anything. And I mean anything. Like, did you see that movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, where I he did. does Windex everything? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Neosporin on everything. And it's the cream Neosporin. Okay, the it's white very one. specific. It's okay. not even the ointment. Okay. You have to get the white cream. So if you have, <laughs> if you have zits, if you have scars, if you want to wipe your, your eyebrows and they're red, it does if everything. you got a wet, anything. I note to self, I did not know that. Yeah. Neosporin is like the new product to have. <laughs> People the, don't know. And I have like, if I opened my purse now, there'd be one in there. If I opened my car, <laughs> there'd be one in there. And then like all I need now is just like a personal astronaut with me. <laughs> and then I could have both. And then you could have both. <laughs> yeah. So I do. I mean, those are my loves. I, I, you know, I appreciate that. I and just, my dog, uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Oh, cool name. <laughs> yeah. So that's my Twitter. And then now you have a bunch of projects that are coming up as well. You have Limelight, yeah. Dead Draw, A Moving Romance. Tell us about those different projects as well. Um, yeah, they, so Dead Draw is a great indie I shot in Chicago that's coming out. And, um, Limelight is, um, one I shot in June that, um, is, I, I kind of play like a Hollywood starlet and this guy, um, is like a big YouTuber. You know, like nowadays, it's like if you're a big YouTuber, like producers call you up and are like, we yeah. want you to star in our movie. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't care if you can act right. or do anything, but please, you have followers. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, which is a cool uh, movie to be a part of because it's, it's like based in like a reality that's real. And so I play like a actress that um, is you know has made it and is big and then this person gets put in the movie with me and it's kind of like him figuring out what hollywood's really about and me being like who are you dude and then i mean it's not really like that because that <laughs> sounds dumb but you know what i mean no, I anyway <laughs> um and then and then i'm shooting a movie called shadow right now um with jonathan reese myers and cam gigante and uh and that's kind of like an action movie in Atlanta we're shooting and um it's it's a fun little role to play it's it's like um i get to do cool stunts and um and my character is goes kind of like undercover in a way and plays like two sides of herself and then kind of gets caught in the middle of bad things happening and and then you I don't, I don't want to tell the rest because i want people to go see, it. see it yeah but um but that's been fun and then a moving romance was a, mo a tv movie i did with keegan allen and amber childers and uh and that was like down home country girl that is living in a small town and it's a cute little romance 
movie romance that you know on a sunday when you just want to cry and feel loved that you'll watch the movie <laughs> and just feel good about yourself i well i definitely need to check it out then that's what i do on all my weekends so every sunday <laughs> every sunday yeah <laughs> well you are an inspiration to so many actresses i mean who would like to follow in your footsteps if you could give advice to someone who wants to do the same things you're doing and lives in you know memphis or ohio or outside of la what would you tell someone to how to start in this business never give up on your dreams um I just really live by that. It makes me tear up every time I think about it. But I just like really think that if you set your mind to something that it's possible to do it. Yeah, that's true. Remember that. Remember it because it's true. Yeah. And just work hard and and like know what you want. You know, it's important. You're making me cry over here. Oh, don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) This is a happy interview. It's a really happy interview. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just... I just hope that everyone knows that they're capable of anything they want to do in life. I feel like it's we're powerful people. Yeah. We can make we can make shit happen. Beep. Up, oh, beep, beep. Sheep, There's that cuss word. There's the one you get for the beep. show. <laughs> well, to change the change the, the to get to non-crying, I got some fun questions for you to let people know about you a little bit more. What's your favorite song out right now? Jason Derulo, "Want Me to Want You." Step in the door. Want me, want me. Da, 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 you don't want me to sing. That's da, 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 what you don't want. You don't want me that to sing. That one. Oh, that's a good one. Favorite movie of all time? Elf. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Very random. Wasn't expecting that answer, but a great movie. Regardless. I love Elf. Like, <laughs> What do you love about Elf? I just, just got to know. Like, like, bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Bye, Mr. Norwal. And then he like goes to New York City and then there's like gum under the, the thing and he's like, mmm, candy. And then he's like, like, it's just like he's so good at playing a little kid who, like, he's, yeah, it's sure. so believable, like, that, that you would do that. You'd be like, oh, gum underneath here. I'd get that. Or he goes and he buys the very nice, something special for his dad and it's like the, the lingerie. Oh, it's the lingerie. Yeah, it yeah. says, is this like in the department store is something special? Yeah. I'm like, if you didn't know any of that, you would you do would. that. That's such a kid move. It yeah. Is. And so he just plays it so well. Yeah. I love it. It just makes, it makes my heart warm. <laughs> That's a great movie. Yeah. And then one of your most embarrassing moments of all time. Um, okay. I have a lot. <laughs> There was one when I was in high school and that comes to mind. And uh, it was with this teacher. It's snowed. And it doesn't snow a lot in Memphis. And we were going on a field trip. And I just do dumb stuff a lot. Like, I just, like, want to make someone, like, laugh or something. And so I get this snowball. And we're outside. And we're about to get in. Like, the cars are pulling up. And so my friend is, like, over there. And so I'm like, I'm going to hit her with the snowball. You know, just like on the shoulder or whatever. Well, as soon as I wind up and release, the teacher walks right in the line, nails her oh. in the face, and it goes down slow motion like in a movie. <laughs> she does the slow turn, and I'm like, oh, my God. I want to die right now. I'm like, I'm going to be going to the principal's office. Like, I just, oh, it was, it was so embarrassing, and I just can't ever get it out of my head because... It was just one of those moments where I'm like, why'd you need to throw the snowball? Right. Why'd you need to even pick up the snowball? What, like, who do you think you are? And then the teacher had to walk in that. So I feel like that stuff happens to me a lot. And then I learn, don't do it. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. That's a good one, though. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty embarrassing. 
And then this is a word association game uh, or question right here, which would be our last question. Okay. What is the first thing that comes to mind when I say any of these three words? The Kardashians. <laughs> uh, um, the, the they they take they're taken over. Okay. Is that just is, is that be one word? Uh, you know what? We'll let you have more. Whatever you need. <laughs> whatever you need. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Tongue. Okay. <laughs> Donald Trump. Doesn't she do that all the she time? She does do that all the time. She does. Um, Donald soccer. Trump. Why? Taylor's. Wait, was it one word or like? You know what? Because I created the game I'll, now. I'll, I'll, let you, like, I'll let you cheat. You can have more than one word. Whatever you whatever you want. Okay. Uh, so Donald Trump is still why or is what? Hair. Hair. Wait, still one word. <laughs> still one word. It's working. It's working. Last one, Taylor Swift. Mm, killing it. Yeah. I feel like she's killing it. Yeah. Um, she's got her, she's, she's doing it. She's, yeah. you know, rocking. She's I feel like it. I'm just like moving my head back and forth. Yeah, you're making like, me, you're actually making me. Like that's kind of how I feel like if I saw Taylor Swift, I'd be like, girl. Too. Yeah. Mm, I'll, I'll need doing you to it. start singing now too. So like, we got the rhythm going already. Yeah. So. It's like, she'd be like, hey, uh, Bruce Springsteen, want to play with me tomorrow night? And he'd be like, yeah, I'll be there. Right. And like, he's on stage with her. Like right. she can get anybody. That's true. So she's killing she's it. She's a superstar. Yeah. She is. Where can fans find you on social media? They can find me on Twitter, where I love astronauts and Neosporin, <laughs> at BritShaw underscore X, and on Instagram at BritShaw underscore X. And I think Facebook as well. I think I tried to make it all the same. And do you respond to people's Twitters when they, you know, hit you up and ask you questions about movies or yeah. projects? Yeah, I love social media. I love interacting, and I love that that people go on there and create a community about it. So I love it. Awesome. Do you love it? I do. Um, I love to have opinions on social media about random things. So, but not as random as Neosporin and astronauts, by the way. But you so love it. <laughs> I do love it. Now yeah. I know what it means. I love it even more. I know. I know. Well, thank you for joining us today on Spotlight. Oh, One. It's thank been you. An absolute pleasure. And I'm glad that you like the movie and I'm excited to share it with everyone. And I'm so proud to be a part of it. So, um, go see it. Everyone go see it. It's Everybody. definitely worth it. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Spotlight On. I'm Dario Christian. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Remember to go see this movie this weekend, Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, with Britt Shaw, who's killing it. Aww. We're going to see her in a lot of new projects coming up soon, so be sure to check her out. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 